What if I told you loving yourself could change your life? It can, and I know from experience. I'm Lauren, and this is the Love Yourself Inside Out podcast. Everyone is worthy of self-love and guilty of letting others develop narratives about you. It's time to shut that down and own your narrative. Let's cut out the negativity and let yourself shine. It's never too late to love yourself inside out. Hey listeners, it's Lauren. Welcome back to another episode of the Love Yourself Inside Out podcast. I am so, so excited to have Miss Jennifer Daly on today. So Jennifer is an MBA, PHR, SHRM, CP, is a mom on a mission to help empower other women. She's a master level certified life coach, three-time published author, and a global speaker. As the founder of cheeringonmoms.com, Jennifer uses her experience and education to help moms pursue their passions and get their goals. Walking the chalk, Jennifer stretches herself through pageantry and has won a number of titles, including Mrs. Diamond Universe 2021, Mrs. Texas International 2022, Mrs. Texas NEM 2023, and National Elite Mrs. 2023. Jennifer and her hot firefighter husband, Daniel, have been married since 2007. Together, they are raising their beautiful daughters, Zoe and Lexi, and their perfect Harry German Shepherd Duke in Dallas, Texas. Jennifer, welcome to the Love Yourself Inside Out podcast. Thank you so much, Lauren. You know, hearing you read my bio, I, I, it sounds like I need some more letters behind my name. I just, I almost have the whole alphabet. <laughs> I know. I was going through earlier and I was like, okay, I just need to make sure I like read this a couple times through to <laughs> all the letters. But I mean, it's amazing how many titles you have because it's just <laughs> proof that you've clearly invested in yourself and prioritized getting your career going and all these accomplishments. Thank so, you so much. <laughs> you're welcome. And also I was, I didn't realize um, the titles of the one from 2022, the Miss Diamond or Mrs. Diamond USA. So yeah. awesome that you've been back to back to back. Yeah, but Lauren, bro, I'm tired. <laughs> well, you were doing a ton of work and anyone listening um, we will connect her socials in the show notes. Plus, we will talk about them in just a little bit. You, such amazing things happen in your social platforms. Even if you're uh, not into pageantry, it's like, just go follow her because the energy is a boost that you absolutely need. And you do so much with coaching, um, which has been beneficial to me working with you too. So I have firsthand experience of the power that you have. But before we dive into everything that you're involved in and all of your accomplishments, can you tell us a little bit about how you got started and overcame mom guilt? Oh, yeah, absolutely. That is probably the biggest part. That's a, that's a pivotal part in my story is um, I loved being a, a new mom, a mom of two young, um, amazing little girls. However, I realized that my life was circled around them. They consumed my life. And while that is good, it's also, I realized it was teaching them that the world revolved around them. And mm. I was modeling what a mom is and does. And, um, and as a woman, like what that looks like. And I realized that that was problematic for me 
because I wasn't doing anything for myself and for them, teaching them, hey, you know, when you're a mom, you don't do anything for yourself. It's all for your kids. And, you know, the world revolves around you. And, you know, and so I, when I had that aha moment, then I really decided, hey, I'm going to stop mom guilting myself, which is what I would do if I at the slightest wanted to go out to dinner with a friend or go to a mom event. It was like, oh, you know, the mom guilt would just pile on. And so I decided yeah. that I was worth it to go have a dinner with friends or to go to an event for women. And so as I began to take those little baby steps, I saw my daughter's eyes light up like they were just so um so happy that mommy had something else to do. Right. <laughs> and so um, I began to see a lot of power in that. And around that time is when I was asked about doing a Mrs. Pageant. And I laughed. I was like, what is what is that? I don't know anything about that. And so, um, yes, my pageant journey began in 2021 after my girls, which a lot of people find kind of interesting because they assumed I did yes. first. That's not the case. Um, so yeah, so then I started into my pageant journey. And like you mentioned, it's been back to back since 2021. Um, but I wouldn't change it for the world because I've grown so much. And I did mention that I was tired. However, I found those like personal boundary areas that are working well for me now. and still giving me some breathing room to do other things. Right. Okay. So personal boundaries. That's amazing. You found those because so often... <laughs> people get off balance. Um, so that is great. But that I had no idea. I thought you had been doing pageantry forever because you definitely come across as a pro and somebody that I look up to in that space. Oh, and I'm you. like, okay, how can I be a little more like Jennifer today, but still being me? <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. I think just being immersed in it since my daughter, uh, my oldest is 13 and she started when she was six. She okay. was recruited by National American Miss. And so I think I've been in it so long that I learned how, you know, I picked up a lot of coaching things with her being coached and then me being coached. And so it just is like part of our life now. <laughs> so you mentioned you set boundaries to be able to do other things. Can you fill us in a little bit more on your career slash uh, professional side? Yeah, I think um, so many years ago, um, I was starting graduate school and I did green communications and I was a radio DJ and I loved it. However, I knew that long term that wasn't going to be my goal. So I knew I wanted to help people. I started uh, with in professional counseling, realized that I still needed a business component for myself and I found human resources and I love it because and that's what all the like the the letters behind my yes, name mean is the titles. I, yeah, I have <laughs> certifications in human resources and me I get to so currently I'm the vice president of human resources for digital marketing company. And I have the um, privilege of helping employees and managers in our company. I've uh, been in this role for about two years now. And I just, I love being uh, kind of the, like the counselor, <laughs> the employee counselor. And I help, um, you know, with all kinds of things, every part of HR. And um, so I do that basically nine to five, you know, Monday through Friday. And I've learned how Lauren, those boundaries we talked about are so important because I do have coaching clients that I'll take on at lunch or in the evenings and, you know, family things. And I have 
published three books um, in mm -hmm. the last few years. And all of that takes time management and boundaries to know when you are healthy, when I'm at my best, and when I need to sit in front of a TV because I just need my mind to just go blank for a minute. <laughs> yes. Okay. So I love that you highlighted you've published three books in you know the last few years. Can you let people know a little bit about what types of books you're writing and um, what they mean to you? Yes, I had, I had the privilege of co-authoring a Bible study um, several years ago now, and that kind of gave me the itch and, and realization that creating books truly can help people. And so um, when I uh, was Mrs. Texas International, uh, my book had just been published. My, I created a children's book called Zoe the Zebra Meets Lexi the Lion. And that book, um, it's obviously the, the two names of my girls, and those are their favorite animals. And I had this realization one day that you, we're all different, mm -hmm. but yet we're created to do community. And what we do is we bring our strengths and our differences together. We make great teams. And so I've had the privilege of taking my book and going to preschools and elementary schools all over everywhere. I've, I've read in Las Vegas. Um, I have taken the book. The book has been in the Bahamas in a library there. Like I've taken it all over the world. I've read two kids on Zoom in um, Moldova. I mean, just everywhere and been able to talk to them and say, hey, when you're out on the playground, when you're in the classroom, look around. Someone that is completely different than you may be your best friend. So I've loved the opportunity with that and super excited, Lauren. I haven't, I haven't shared this. So I'll share this here for the first time. <laughs> um, the second book, the second Zoe and Lexi book has been written and now it's going to editing. And so there will be a part two coming out. <laughs> That's so exciting. I cannot yes. wait for that to drop. And everyone, I will do the shameless plug for her. You can get her book on Amazon, also at her website, cheeringonmoms.com for all the info. Yeah. And then I'll say the last book um, last year came out in September. It's called Family Foundations. And it is a workbook because I've realized that as a family, we all move so quickly. We're always going and always doing. And our family decided to start having these family meetings. And I called it communication meetings. We would sit down and we would talk about the week. And that has that evolved. It evolved into talking about our goals and our vacations and what we wanted to do. And it allowed me to realize, hey, families need to sit down and discuss their goals together. I think that kids would be more willing to save on money and maybe not buy those toys if they had this family goal of, hey, we're, we're aiming to go to Disney World this next summer. Let's all save our money. Yeah. You know? And so um, the workbook opens up with family discussions and it walks you through what are your family goals? What are your traditions? Um, and it just really brings you closer as a family. That is amazing. I have never thought about that with kids, obviously. I don't have kids myself, but to bring them into those discussions, because my husband and I do have discussions like that where we're like, okay, what is it that we're going to save for? You know, what are we yeah. mapping out for the year? All of that. But to bring kids into it, that is such a great idea to make sure they understand what's going on. I love yes. that. Thank you. I've, I've seen it uh, be really helpful for people. If people will put the work into it, I think that's a big 
a big part of it, Lauren, what we've been talking about is as far as the, the loving yourself and knowing the boundaries, mm-hmm. but also being able to put the work in it's, there's a difference. And this is why I'm a goal coach. It's, it's a difference because so many people have these great goals and things they want to accomplish, but they're not willing to put the work in. Yes, that is so true. Um, and that happens, I think to almost everyone, like myself included, I will have something and I'm like, I can get to it later. I can get to it later. And then all of a sudden we're months later and I'm like, okay, I really need to buckle. Uh, I need to figure that out, put it back together. (laughs) Yeah. You're like, I mean, maybe I need some accountability and you know, that's what, you know, that's one part of what I do is helping uh, women with their goals and, and keeping that accountability and keeping them on track. And so in the goal coach portion of your life, you mentioned that you will have clients sometimes during lunch or after work hours with them, is it open to anyone or is it, do you focus in specific areas that people yeah. are looking to grow and do goals? It is, you know, it's a full range. I actually have a 14 year old that I'm coaching. Um, and then I have women that are married and, and kids, women that are not married. I have a, a wide range of women because, you know, women are strong and capable of great things. And sometimes some women come to me and they're like, I know that there's something more. I know that I, uh, I, I have something more in my life to do, but I don't know what it is. And so we brainstorm. Some come with full like one, two, three. These are my goals. And we dive in. And so I've got pageant client uh, clients for coaching. I have um, it's either that or typically goals. So women that want to grow can come to me for accountability and helping them create a framework and sometimes a kick in the pants if they Mm -hmm. need it. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. And I can uh, give testimony to working with you. And um, part of the reason this whole interview series launched on my podcast is because of the work we did together in some of the coaching sessions. And uh, everyone, I still have a few coaching sessions to schedule. So I'm super (laughs) excited. I've been readjusting my overall goals. Um, as I announced my, on my last pod, I am taking a break from competing in pageants this year, just to focus on my overall health and, uh, just life wellness and balance. Uh, so I'm going to be working with Jennifer on some different things I have brewing. So more to come on that and talking with her, but she is amazing with helping you keep to timelines and move quicker than you probably would on your own. <laughs> if you're struggling you. out there, like highly recommend very affordable lessons <laughs> and something um, that is just so powerful and can help you really like move into that next phase or step or to completion and launch. I appreciate so, it. <laughs> yes. It was amazing working with you and I look forward to working on, through the rest of the sessions we've got. Yeah, me too. So pageantry, um, and I know we touched on it a little bit already, but you mentioned that you started later and after being with your kids. Are both of your daughters in pageantry? Um, Because I've seen you compete with them at times. And how does that all work? Oh, my goodness. Okay. So we always say when we double compete, it's like double the fun, double the cost. Um, (laughs) yes, Zoe, Zoe is my oldest. She's 13 right now. When she was six, she was recruited by national American miss. Um, and I kid you not, if you know anything about pageants, you're about to laugh. 
she came in top five. There were about 200 girls in her princess division that year. This is, you know, six, seven years ago. And uh, she came out in a dress from Dillard's that didn't even touch the floor for her evening gown because we <laughs> did not have a clue, not a clue. However, she came third runner up. And so we were like, okay, she's got something. She won top model, like no experience, wow. nothing. And so off to nationals in California, we went, um, we had a blast. It was there at nationals that I realized that pageant coaching was a thing didn't even know it was a thing uh, because girls were like, ladies would come and take these girls away and they'd prep them for their interview. And I was like, what is going on here? So I started asking and it was coaching going on. I was like, oh my gosh. So, so that we came back strong. We we're like, all right, if we're going to do this thing. If you like it, we're going to do it right. So we got a coach. Um, and then both my girls, so Lexi got into it. She won the Miss Texas title, her first pageant at age five. Um, and so and then 2022 came and Zoe and I competed together at Texas International Pageant. She won preteen Lone Star and I won Mrs. Texas. And so we had an incredible year together um, doing everything pageantry together, the whole system going to nationals. It was it was a dream come true to share that journey with her. That and, sounds amazing. And yes. And and literally we we um crowned our new successors last March on one weekend. And the next weekend, Lexi and I competed National Elite Miss together for Texas titles. I again won Mrs. Texas and she won Lone Star. Oh, <laughs> so so it good. Was, it was a repeat. And then we went to nationals together in July too. So I have had the joy of sharing title reigning titles and whole pageantry experiences with both my girls. So, um, it is like we said, double, double the fun, double the cost. <laughs> and it's such a confidence boost though, going through pageants. I think they have, um, people have a misconception about what happens there, but it actually takes quite a lot of confidence. It takes a lot of, um, I don't know, just being aware of what's going on in the world and truly getting behind something that you stand for to make a difference in your community. What would yes. you say is the biggest thing that you think your daughters have learned and that you've learned through pageantry? Yes, confidence for sure. Um, one of the things we always get compliments from adults. I mean, continually adults at their school, their teachers, friends, uh, people at church continually comment on how confident our, both our girls are and how they can speak. They will stand up and shake an adult's hand and introduce themselves with no problem. Um, last October, I was speaking to a school and I told them I was going to introduce them. They came with me and I, I didn't tell them, but I completely put them on the spot and I had them answer questions. And Zoe just took the mic and she just started speaking. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. And so um, I think their, their presentation skills, their speaking skills, um, are, are amazing from pageantry and being able to stand up in a room full of people. And one of the things, one of the small things that um, I think is, is a huge thing that people will miss in pageants is you in a group of girls that you're competing with, the stress level is high. Mm -hmm. And can easily tell who is being really affected by that stress and both of them, their empathy has really increased and they can go and find the lost and the lonely and they can encourage them. And I, I so love that about them. Like that's just one of the big things that have come out 
that pageantry you wouldn't think about, but your empathy really builds. Yeah. And that is a really good point. And so true. I noticed that as well, going through the experience and just keeping in touch Mm -hmm. um, with the women that I competed with. And we feel so connected and able to boost each other and figure out ways to support, even though we're not, you know, right next to each other or anything like that. We, we find ways to support each other. Yeah. I found that pageant women are my people because we're women with goals and we want to change the world and make it a better place. And so I really found that these are, these are my, my people, my best friends are come from pageants. Mm, I love that. I love that. So can you tell us a little bit about this new exciting venture that you have going on that I believe you have a photo shoot coming up? We do. We do. So um, kind of out of pageantry, I noticed that um, women would constantly compliment my wardrobe. And I am not a fashionista in any of the means. If I'm not in a glam pageant outfit, I'm in sweats. Like I just have one or the other. Um, But I noticed that they were complimenting things. and, And I figured out I could uh, curate a closet of uniqueness and stand stand out items. And so I decided to go for it. And I am opening up uh, next month an online boutique. It's glam. It's pageant. It's called Fierce Angels. And the, our tagline is stand up, stand out, stand for good. And I am so excited about this not just because the clothes, I mean, the clothes are wow. Yes, they are. (laughs) But (laughs) it's the whole idea behind it. The models that we're using are real women that are standing out for good. They are doing good things in our community. And that is what I want to use the brand to encourage. I want to encourage women to, to be brave and make those fierce, you know, life decisions and bring good to their communities. We're also giving um, a portion of our profits every quarter to a nonprofit. So on our website, the fierceangelsfashion.com, there's a a link to submit for nonprofits if you want to include a nonprofit. So all of those things make me super excited. It has been two years in the making. It's a lot of paperwork. Um, (laughs) Two years (laughs) in the making um, to get this up and running. And we are so close now. We do have our first photo shoot this this weekend or this Friday. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm so excited uh, to be with the women and just share this message of positivity. I'm excited to see what comes from it and the campaigns, the teasers you have done and the few items that you have shown on social. I mean, they are beautiful and things that I think most people would feel super glamorous and Um, Thank you. So I'm excited to see what the rest and, you know, the continued years bring for Fierce Angels. Yes, I, we have plans to expand as far as like I'm adding a curvy section next. We're doing um, then we'll go into like little fierce angels because I have a little one. My my youngest yeah. Lexi is 10 and she's like dying to be a model. Zoe is a professional model. And so Lexi's like dying to get in there and do some clothes, too. So we, we have big plans to expand. But as in all things, we have to start with the basics and start with what we know. Yeah, absolutely. But that's amazing that you're planning to expand and become super inclusive of everyone. So absolutely. We will tag all of that in the show notes as well. And also um, on social, I already follow all of her platform pages. So if you're looking through who I follow, you will definitely see Fierce Angels there. All right, we're going to switch gears just a tiny bit to find out, you know, we talked about 
you having coaching going on and what that is. And I believe you wanted to bring something to the listeners to help them really like kick off and shape 2024. So that way they can just soar and be empowered throughout the year. Yes, absolutely. It's like a, a little mini coaching session. Let's go. Um, <laughs> I We're think, all here for it. Trust me. Yes. <laughs> you know, we go into a new year, we have new hopes and new dreams. Um, but I, I believe that so many of us have that little in the back of our mind, the comparison and what people think we should be. And I want to start the year with what I know I can do and what I am doing well, not what I need to do. Yes, there's goals. We need those. But let's start with a good foundation of what I can do. I would encourage everybody to write three to five things down that you are doing well. Hey, I'm killing it in what time management, communication, in my job. Like, where are you succeeding already in life? What are the good things? And I think starting with that positive mindset is really going to be key to getting you further. We can't start with oh, I need to lose weight or I need to do this better or whatever. It's no, where, where am I already doing well? Where can I make good? Great. Mm. Okay. So focusing on things that you know you can succeed at or you are succeeding at, um, mm -hmm. for instance, like maybe if I say something like, I know I'm really good at getting out and walking every day to clear my mind and set my intentions for the day. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. List those things out that you're doing well. Um, and so focusing on the positive things will encourage you to keep doing those. And that's just going to put you in a positive mindset so that when you say, okay, I'm walking because I want to have, you know, great health, like heart health or whatever that may be, that gives you some clarity because you really, it's a really important in our goals to understand why we mm. think we know why, but when we really drill down to it, a lot of people don't know, or it's, or it's other people's expectations and that's become their goal. And so I think it's important to look inside first and say, what am I already doing well? And where do I go from there? And so sh should people do this throughout the year, like every month relook at what they're doing well, or is this a daily practice or what would you recommend to get somebody kickstarted off? I, I do believe in, in daily affirmations and, and speaking positively. Um, in fact, my girls uh, both have phones. And if they say something negative about themselves or like, oh, I can't do it or I'm not good at this, they lose their phone for like two hours. It's like, nope, give me your phone. We don't speak that way. So I do believe in the daily affirmations. But as far as doing sitting down, doing a self-evaluation, I, I recommend three months. Mm. I think in a three okay. month and a quarter um, you can really attest to what is, it gives you a good baseline. Basically it's three months of consistency or not consistency. You got to kind of see what you're doing in three months, what that looks like. Yeah, that's a great plan. So everyone get out, whether it's your phone, your papers, your journals, find a place and a time to make space to really think about that. And just see what happens in those three months and like reevaluate and keep going. Cause I mean, that sounds so powerful for getting through the year and flipping that script because we've talked about on this pod a lot, negative self-talk and flipping the script to being positive and owning your narrative. And this sounds like right in line with setting yourself up for sex success in both of those areas. Yes, definitely. So 
obviously we're on a self-love podcast and talking all about self-love. So I would love to know what is, what are some of your favorite things that you like to do to practice self-love? I think that, uh, that mindset is important because we have to realize like for me, I know me and I know like my monthly cycle and like I hit a low, like I just do. And I know that about myself. And so, um, I have to, again, call out kind of the good things and speak the positivity. And if I don't, then I'm in a bubble bath. I mean, that's just, <laughs> I got soft Mariah Carey music playing in the background and the, you know, the warm bath uh, is something that I personally love to do. Um, and then also I just love uh, in the evenings with my husband or on the weekends, like getting in bed and watching a movie or watching some mm. shows together. Like mm -hmm. I just need that veg time. And that's important to me um, because I am going all day long. I'm an early riser and I, I feel like, you know, I work through the evenings and spend time with my girls um, then as well. But it's that special time to just brain has nothing going on and I can enjoy and laugh with my husband. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Where you totally are just disconnecting from everything else that's out there. Yes. Um, <laughs> and so self-love, what would you say, like, what does it mean to you? What's your point of view on self-love? Because we know this differs for everyone. So it's so awesome to hear your perspective. Yeah. So I can only love myself because God loved me first. That's firmly what I believe. The self-love comes from my faith um, because God says I'm worthy. God says I'm loved. Then I believe that. And I have that as my main point of view. Yes. And thank you for sharing that with us because this is so unique to everyone, but that is truly special and amazing. Um, your perspective on how self-love goes. If you were to give somebody three tips on how to figure out like best ways to practice self-love, um, what would you say to somebody who's like, where can I start? What can I do? I would ask them um, where they feel most at peace because self-love provides peace, um, peace in our mind, peace in our, our physical. And so I would say if you're looking for that, um, what are you doing something or are you thinking something when you have the most peace? And that's going to give you a big clue to where you're finding that self-love or how to even start. And then I would ask, you know, what you enjoy, what's, what's fun, because a lot of times we're, when we're laughing and we're having fun, we're enjoying ourselves and um, that's going to bring that self-love in the form of just enjoying life. Um, and then last, I would say the people around you, it's really important to evaluate um, the voices that are coming into your head. Um, not just from yourself, because you can, you know, if you go through evaluating the first two steps with the, um, what are you doing for fun? What are you doing for peace? Then what are the third one is the, the outside voices? Who are you allowing to speak into your life? And that's going to truly affect um, how you view yourself. Are they positive? Are they negative? What can you do about it? So those are the three, three tips I'd say to view uh, for self finding your own self love. I love that. Great advice. Everyone re listen to those last few minutes there to recapture those because that is spot on for figuring out 
and starting off a really great self-love journey if you're not already currently practicing. Um, so Jennifer, one last thing I wanna ask you before we kind of like what's next for you and how people can follow you, but um, I know you do speaking engagements as well. Mm -hmm. Is Are those open for people to book for events in the area virtually? Um, if you could just share a little bit, because I love the topics that you highlight and how you really connect with your audiences through those. So if you could just give us a little bit about your speaking engagements. Yeah, thank you. Um, I do love to speak. I've spoken to groups, like I mentioned before, on Zoom to in-person to all kinds of events. I've been an MC before. Um, and it's really, I, I love the opportunity to encourage people. That is, you know, um, my website, which you mentioned earlier, cheeringonmoms.com, like that is the foundation. I was a cheerleader, like all through middle school, high school, college professional. And so that is where the cheering on moms come, the heart of, of myself. I'm, a, I'm an encourager. I'm a cheerleader for you, for people. And so when I go to an event, it's how do I encourage them in the focus that we're in? And whether that be uh, mom groups, I've spoken a lot. I'm a like a certified MOPS uh, presenter and speaker. MOPS is a, an international mother's organization. And so I've spoken to a lot of MOPS groups. I've spoken at business expos um, and just really, really run the gamut. Schools, I mean, the whole thing, uh, charity events. And it's truly about the direction that the person setting up that event is looking for. And it's always tied to either things to accomplish or encouragement in a specific area. And so if you have a group out there that um, you need some encouragement or kick in the pants, like I'm your girl. <laughs> <laughs> she is. And like, this is just a small taste, this podcast interview of what she's capable of. Like, I definitely think follow her on social, all of that. So Jennifer, what's, what's next for you? Like, do you, what are your goals that you're heading into for 2024? If you're willing to share or just like what's on your docket in the upcoming months? that we yeah. can watch and support. Yeah, um, absolutely. So I have six months uh, left as National Elite Mrs. 2023, and my plans are to finish well and enjoy that season. Um, enjoy the season with my girls. We have a lot of family um, trips planned. We, we created our goals uh, this year at the beginning of the year on, on January 1st when we were all home. And it's kind of funny. One of the things that my girls said is they want to take our dog, um, who is a perfect German shepherd. I think you mentioned that in my bio. He's, yes. he's perfect. Um, <laughs> they want to take him to the beach. They wanted to take him to the beach oh. forever. So we're doing a family quick like beach trip to just take him to his, his first beach trip. And uh, so family time is definitely on the docket and, and part of the goals uh, growing closer to my girls. Um, also, my husband and I have created something called Parent University, where, um, you know, as parents, we, we send our girls, we send our kids to school, um, they learn, they have the edu educational component, but it's our job to teach them life skills. It's mm -hmm. our job to teach them how to change a tire or how to run finances or how to look for a mate, like all of those things. And so my husband and I are putting curriculum together to invest in our daughters each Sunday night. So we're creating parent university. And then of course I have fierce angels happening. Um, and I want to, my goals are to launch that well and to start working with some more pageant systems and um, supporting the pageant community in that. And um, yeah, I mean, 
those, those <laughs> <That's> are <laughs> a lot. all good, yeah. but a lot, but amazing yeah. that you're focusing on like all aspects of life. Yeah. Oh, and the book the the second Zoe, the zebra and, and Lexi, the lion book is in getting that, um, getting that published this year is a huge goal as well. Um, that's, it's a fun book. It's a really funny book. I can't wait uh, to get out there. They have, they make some new friends and have a crazy adventure. <laughs> oh, I'm excited to see that when that launches. So thank you so much. I mean, such good information and perspective and just being authentic and sharing your story with us. I mean, such a good episode. I'm excited for everyone. Uh, to listen in and re-listen to capture down all the goodness that came from this. Um, well, thank you, thank you, Lauren, and thank you for like hosting this podcast. And you know, it, you have to be brave to step out there and do this too. And so, I applaud you for your efforts for helping women just as well. Thank you. Um, where should they connect first with you? Is there an Instagram? I will link to everything, like I said, in the show notes. But if there's one, they're just trying to quick look you up. Which Instagram, which website should they go to first? Yeah, so cheeringonmoms.com has links to all my socials. Um, but I would say my main social, my personal page is cheer, C-H-E-E-R, period. And then my last name, daily, D-A-L-Y. It's actually a pun cheer daily. Um, I think I, I, I did get that. <laughs> good. Not, not everybody gets that, but, um, yeah, that's, uh, that's my Instagram handle. <laughs> Perfect. And we will connect to fierce angels. We'll connect to her website. Um, anything and everything will be there. And because Jennifer just spreads so much positivity, she definitely keeps you accountable and has such great wisdom that comes out of her Instagram. So, like I said, even if pageantry is not your thing, she covers so many other areas of life that she is definitely worth following and engaging with. Thank you. Anything else you want to share before we jump? I don't think so. I, I just, um, if you feel like I can help um, you, then I would love to connect with you. And thank you again, Lauren. This has been so fun. So fun. And thank you listeners for tuning in. We'll have another great episode next week. So check us out. That was your weekly dose of self-love with me, Lauren. Want more? Tune in next week and connect with me on Instagram at Mrs. Lauren Elizabeth Jones. Send me a DM. Let me know what you want to hear, what you think, and we'll talk about it all. Join me on the next Love Yourself Inside Out podcast.